With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. type of person that feels you can be doing more with your life? Have you been seeking answers to life's hidden mysteries? Do you have a lot of questions that you need answers to? Well then, tune in for the next hour as myself, Dr. Neb Haru Noon, Supreme New Knowledges, here at the Eternal Temple of Noon, the Master of Ascension and Solar Deity in this day and time, do my best to inflame your soul and get you ready for the great cosmic awakening. An awakening like no other. The time is now. The time is now. The time is now. The time is now. The time is now.
Are you sick and tired of your current situation? Are you the type of person that is just searching and seeking for the deeper mysteries in life? Well, now you can begin to unleash your power with this. Unleash your power with this by purchasing the new Noon Tablets by Dr. Ned Peru at www.nupu-noon.com at www.nupu-noon.com. Noonology. Unleash the power within and begin to live the life of your dreams. Begin to live the life of your dreams. Wow. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep. Man, we living in a great day and time, y'all. I'm telling you, when you start focusing on the right thing, and don't worry about all this other stuff that's going on. You know what I'm saying? Just do your best to stay in the positive. Be aware of it so you know how to navigate around it. But don't, you know what I'm saying, don't trouble yourself with everything that is taking place right now. Just just don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. You know, mind power is God power. It's your creative power. It's your creative ability. What you're focusing on you're bringing it into your reality. You understand? So please, just turn off the negative news. Don't look at the number count. You understand? I mean, don't worry about all the changes that's taking place around the world. Just align yourself with the positive changes. And one particular positive change, you understand that my sister, Wunal, a.k.a. Nikki Love, just shared on her on uh, her page, I give thanks for her sharing this, on her page, um, on her Facebook page, you know, confirmations are just happening, like speeding up. So we three days, we're two days in. I keep thinking today. We're two days in. Yeah, that happened. All. Okay, anyway, we're two days in, right, on the twelve twelve portal gateway. All of y'all who are going back listen to the show, please, you do not want to miss tonight's show. You do not want to miss tonight's show where one of our ascended masters, Sandra Masters, known as the Holy Light of God, and she's going to come on here and just blaze us all and inflame our soul and get us ready for Saturday and get us ready for 1221. All right? For confirmation, did a, I did a show back in seven years ago. It's the feature show here on the Science and Neurology Radio, when you go online and decide to blog talk or, you know, Neurology, you'll see the best of one of the featured shows. It's called What is Sun Consciousness? What is Sun Consciousness? You understand? And I broke down about our relationship to the sun, being the people of the sun. You understand? And how the neural melanin in your brain ties into the energy of the sun, right? And how whenever there's going to be something dramatic or, or crazy on the planet or for whatever, something big is about to happen, the sun starts acting up. You understand? The sun start, begins to act up. You know? They always said that around solar flares, there's, all, there's always around solar flares, there's people's human consciousness starts to act up and animals, everything starts to act up right after a solar flare. You see? But being that there's more people coming to conscious and awoke, and we're seeking and wanting higher energies and higher vibrations to work with within our life. The sun, remember, is the dictator. And the sun is the Amun Ra. It's the deity. It's God for us. It's the spirit being of our solar system. It dictates the consciousness level of our solar system. I never forget Panabadi and my master teacher said, right, that 
the, the sun dictates how old a solar system is. The most mature that sun is is the most mature that that, that solar system is. And it has been confirmed that there's dual uh, there's sun, there's a dual sun solar systems out there, and there's tri solar systems out there with three suns. Already been confirmed. But the confirmation I want to talk about is this article that my sister Wunam just shared on her Facebook page that came out last night at 6.41 p.m., December 9th, on a Wednesday, and it says sun launches explosion of electromagnetic energy towards Earth. What we've been talking about here in the Science and Analogy show for like a week and a half now, didn't I say or tell y'all that your body is an electromagnetic, your brain is number one is an electromagnetic computer, and that your body has an electromagnetic aura. And I started breaking down how it ties into the sun. I started breaking down how it ties into the nature. I started breaking down how we give off biophotons. Do you understand? And the more and the more the human consciousness wakes up, I started talking about how the more and more human consciousness wakes up, the more the sun is going to start sending us information. I said that this, this photonic energy coming from the sun, remember? And I said that this information coming and that we take it in and we absorb it and transduce it. You understand? Through your melanin, through your neuromelanin, and you get information. So it says that the sun explosion, the sun launches explosion of electromagnetic energy towards Earth. Geomagnetic storm watch issued. See? I said they're always watching the sun. They're always paying attention to the sun. Why are everybody else distracted? Why are they always constantly paying attention to the sun? Because they know whatever the sun does, it's going to have an effect on us on a planetary level, from the water to the air to the plants to everything. You see? And we know in the occult world that whenever a ritual takes place, it manifests. Whenever you do a ritual, you're not going to see the results until three days later. So the sun just exploded on the 9th, and three days later is the gateway portal, the 12th. <laughs> it works in threes, right? Death happens in threes, right? Just think about what I'm saying here. This is a sign from above that we are all on point, and we just need to keep doing what we're doing on a positive level. We all, the collective consciousness, is having an effect because, remember, the forces of nature, the forces of nature vibrate on the plane of force. You see? So it's vibrating in the subatomic world. It's vibrating in the elemental world. It's vibrating in the microscopic world. So when, you, when we begin, we, we started to move past the physical when, you, when we started to seek and started to realize the powers of our mind. And we started realizing the powers of our brain. You understand where we started realizing that we could tap into the subtle parts of our brain, our mind, through our consciousness, through quantum mechanics, quantum physics, which is tapping into your subconscious. So when humans now, now enough people on the planet are starting to understand that, you know what I'm saying, it's about, even on a, even on a, micro, even on a micro level as far as just, I want to materialize this, I want to, it doesn't matter what you're using the science for, the fact that you're still using the science. So you're starting to get it. And being that you're starting to get it, now people are starting to operate from a plane of force world, the natural world. You see what I'm saying? The, 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 and then you're moving on to the spiritual world. So your, your brain is starting to vibrate on that every day. You're calling it. You're bringing it forth. We're bringing the quickening. You see? So the article goes in and says a, 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 a spectacular display of northern lights um, is possible Wednesday night as a far as far as, as um, south as Pennsylvania, Oregon. Communications, disruptions could come as well. The sun just released the equivalent of a massive solar bletch sending highly charged coronal matter across the solar system. 
So think about it. Hold up. Some of the sun's energy will reach our atmosphere Wednesday night and Thursday, motivating stargazers to look towards the night sky in, in anticipation of the color shimmering northern lights. You see? After months of hiatus, they were wondering, they were like, the sun just went dark. You know, it just went, it just took, it went to sleep. They were like, oh, shoot, what the heck is going on? Something's about to happen. It says the sun has awoken into a period of solar activity, an impressive solar flare and coronal mass ejection, right? December 7th, hurled plasma and magnetic field towards Earth. Geomagnetic storm watches in effect from the 9th to the 11th of 2020 due to anticipated CMME effects. You see? So all we have to do is just keep going, y'all. Just keep going, keep going, keep going. I'm telling you, everything is happening. All right? So today's show is about, we're still going into the 12 universal laws of success. I call them 12 12 universal laws, no, 12 universal laws for success. Dang, my energy's so high, I got lightheaded for a second. Hold on, let me drink some of this blue-green algae right here. Dang. I'm like, slow down, man, slow down. All right, so I'm good. So anyway, yesterday, right, we had went into, um, we were talking about the, the 12 laws for success, all right? And I'm coming out of the book uh, by Herbert Harris, for those who don't know. Herbert Harris, the book was written in the early 2000s. I would get you a copy, the copy you want. This is the second edition, so it's, a, it's a, the book is like a yellow copy, all right? And it breaks down all the 12 universal laws for, for your success. And, um, you know, I highly recommend it. You know, you can get a copy from Amazon, you know, or get off eBay. But yesterday we were going into the law of vision. So I wanted to continue real quick because I left off there. There was two aspects of the law of vision, okay? And the first aspect was being specific on what you want. The second aspect was imagination, using your imagination. So we're just going to talk about this real quick, then we're going to go into the law of command. But, you know, I, I, I'll start building on it, all right? So right now it says uh, synthetic imagination. Right? So it says um, there's two types of imagination. Let's go into imagination first. Imagination, this is the second aspect of the law of vision, is imagination. This is your power to form mental images of something not present to the senses. Albert Einstein once said, imagination is more important than knowledge, for knowledge is limited, whereas imagination, whereas imagination embraces the whole world, stimulating progress, giving birth to evolution. Your imagination is connecting link between your own human consciousness and the universal consciousness. Through your imagination, the formless energy of the universe mind becomes the form universe in your own mind, and thus your life experience. Your, your power of imagination is used to see beyond the appearance of your present situation to the possibilities of who you really are and what you can become. As you all do know, you can realize the vision you have of yourself. You must also appeal to your higher consciousness, to raise your energy level. See, it's talking about raising your energy level. So you have to appear to your higher, appeal to your higher consciousness, appeal, a petition, you know what I'm saying, to your higher consciousness in order to raise your energy level. It's all about raising your energy level. You see, this requires that you bring yourself to a rested and peaceful alpha state. Got the money. You know, you know I'll read this book as I'm reading it to y'all. <laughs> I spoke about it yesterday. Like I said, it's an exercise you can do. And I told everybody, I said, exercise you can do, and I'm going to give it to you again today. You know, a lot of times we have stuff, like I've been sitting on this book for years. I'm talking about for years, five years probably, sitting on this book. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of books in my archives and my, on my bookshelf and stuff that I purchased over 10, 20 years ago and have not read. They're just sitting there. So there was an exercise I told people. I said, 
do this exercise today. Sit down, take a you know a couple of deep breaths, close your eyes, and say, show me something. Right? You can say ancestor, spirit, God, inner self, higher self, inner being, whatever you want to say. When you say it to yourself, say, show me something that has been in front of my eyes. All excuse me, show me something that has been in front of my face all this time that I'm now ready to see. Because a lot of times we can have stuff. Let me say it again. Sit down, relax, breathe, close your eyes, say it in your mind's eye, or you can say it out loud to yourself, depending on what situation you're at, where you're at. You know, you don't, you don't you think you're crazy, right? So just say it out. Some people, like now, we just don't give it down. We go hug trees and all that. We just don't care, right? But sit down, relax, take a breath, and a couple breaths, and say to yourself, your higher self, your spirit guides, whoever you feel comfortable with, and say, show me something that has always been in front of my face that I am now ready to see. Because a lot of times what we're looking for, we have the resources right in front of our face. Like they say, DYIs, the stuff, the, the household items you have, you never knew that you could use this for this, never knew you could. A lot of stuff is right in front of us, and we don't even know. You know, we have a book that we've been sitting on for years, and all of a sudden, we're now we're into that book, you know? It's happened to us many times. So my teachers used to always tell us, go back and read. You have to read the books nine times. You have to pick up books. You understand that you haven't read for years and pick it back up and you'll see something different in it because it matures as you mature. Bob Proctor, he reads the Think and Grow Rich book every single day. He said he's been reading it for forever. You know what I'm saying? Every single day of his life. Okay? So he says this right here. He says, let me go back. As you do all, oh, excuse me, as you do all, you can, okay, as you do all you can to do to realize the vision you have of yourself, you must also appeal to the higher consciousness to raise your energy level. This requires that you bring yourself to a rested, peaceful alpha state. Been talking about it. Got to go to the alpha state. Raising your vibration is not running around the corner and huffing and puffing and, you know what I'm saying, raising your vibration. It's being at a peaceful state, right? And going within. You see, we think of raising as in raising your, raise, it's opposite. You think of raising as elevating and raising up out of the sky. And we're saying, no, you have to go within to the more subtle energies, drop down into an alpha state because it's, it's inward. You have to go back reverse, reverse it, not move forward. That's the religion that teaches about having it out there, it's outside of you. You're going to a place outside, out in space. So it has you looking outwardly, and it was done in purpose. But, you know what I'm saying, the greats know inwardly. You see, it's all inwardly. And it's funny, I just want to share this real quick before I move on, uh, you know, finish reading that. <laughs> I thought it was deep because I recently saw, I thought this was deep because I recently just saw um, Iron Fist on Netflix. And the deep thing about it is the, 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 the gentleman who was the Iron Fist, he said that the place that he came from, Kung Lao, right, he said that the, the place only manifests on earth or materializes on earth every 15 years. The city exists, but it, the portal to go to it only materializes every 15 years, you see? And if you don't know, if you don't get in the portal or get, you know, get in there, then you have to wait 15 years to get back to the home. And this is where the, it's in the Himalayas where the monks are at. That's some deep stuff right there. So anyway... This requires that you bring yourself to a rested, peaceful alpha state. I'm on page 78, no, 70, um, 77, 77, huh? This requires that you bring yourself to a rested and peaceful 
alpha state and create visual images in your mind of each and every aspect of your vision. Know that your mind is open and receptive to all beneficial ideas. Relax and let go, commanding the universal mind, omniversal mind, to reveal each and every good idea that will help implement your vision. Remember, got a noon tablet. I, 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 I um, recommend you all to order that today or download it today. It's called the value of an idea. I told people a long time ago, the money that you're seeking is going to come from the ideas that you create. Everybody who's in a financial place, great financial place, it all started with an idea, the value of an idea. Once we learn how to value our ideas, you see, and not share them, don't run and share these ideas, write them down and start working on them and only share them with like-minded, positive people. You understand that can assist you and fuel it, you know, until you get strong enough to share it with somebody that's going to give you positive criticism, you know, but you don't want to share it to dream killers. You know, people you dream, kill your dreams. You know who they are. We all got them in our life, dream killers. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to share it with them, all right? So after a little practice, the ideas will begin to flow freely from the super consciousness, right? The super conscious mind. So you have the consciousness, subconscious, and then you have the super conscious. Right? And a superconscious mind is linked to what? The all. Superconscious mind is linked to the kasha. The superconscious mind is linked to the universal mind or the cosmic mind or the omniversal mind. Give me all these different or the Christ consciousness, all these different names that's out here. We're talking about the superconscious. Now, think about this. This book was written in first published in first printing of the second edition, expanded in January, January, two thousand and four. All right? But, oh, my bad. This book was originally written in 1944. Library of Congress. It was written in 1944. I knew it had to be written around that. Okay, cool. 1944, just right before uh, 1945, the Roswell event. So you look at the vibration on the planet then. They knew about this science way back in the 1940s. A lot of us, look, a lot of us, most of us listening to this show wasn't even born then. You know what I'm saying? They knew about it way back in the 1940s, y'all, 1940s, that's over 60 years ago, more than that, 1940s, they knew about this science, you see, and we are just now finding out about it, that's why I said when you get this science and you know, teach the young people, put the youth on, speaking a, make it simple to them, and speaking a language, you understand, I wish I, I knew this when I was 13, 14, 15, you know? This is, this is some high science right here. After a little practice, the ideas will begin to flow freely from the superconsciousness into your conscious mind. From the superconscious into your conscious mind, because your mind is linked to the higher mind, and it's linked to your ancestral mind, and it's also linked to the cosmic, I mean, the uh, collective consciousness mind. So a lot of times you can move into an environment. You can move into an area. Or you can just go into the, to the successful areas of town, and you can just sit there like a mall or, you know what I'm saying, or in your car where you won't be spotted, you know what I'm saying, and they won't pull over and be like, uh, can I help you? You know what I'm saying? But just in that part of town that you know is where there's a lot of prosperity, and you can sit there and you can meditate, right? And it will help, that energy will help to fuel your ideas. That's why successful people always gravitate towards successful people. It's just that they're on that wealth magnetism, you see? When you can go into that part of town, it's called vibration. 
there's, there's thoughts and ideas floating in that area constantly that people are just picking up on a subconscious level. Then misery loves company. Poverty keeps poverty people. You ever go into a poverty environment and realize you can feel it? You start feeling down and depressed and because it's a low-level thought vibration. And if your vibration is not high, you start to come down on that vibration. You understand? That's why a lot of times people say, Dad, you know, you got all that money. You left your community. You left the hood. It's not that they left the hood. It's that they vibrate on a whole other vibration. And whenever they try to maybe come back to help people who are still stuck in that vibration, it's draining to them. So they'd rather not come back. You understand? That's on, that's on a subconscious level, you know? So let me keep going. Learn to record these ideas in a systematic fashion and to implement them in your daily life. Anything your mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. That's Napoleon Hill right there. There are two types of imagination, synthetic imagination and creative imagination, right? We talked about synthetic imagination because what do we say about synthetic imagination? That you have to get some outer stimulus, right? You have to get some outer stimulus you know, in order to create this imagination because in this day and time, some of it's just not imaginative. We got a lot going on with stress and the imaginative, the imaginative energy is just blocked. So you got to get some out of stimulus to, you know, like a vision board, the visions that you want, pictures that you might constantly see, put a picture on, the, on your phone that you look at all the time. You know what I'm saying? These are the tools. These are spiritual tools that we use to constantly have it in our mind, constantly have it there. You have to constantly look at it because energy flows where attention goes. All right, so let me read from page 78 on what is synthetic imagination. Through synthetic imagination, exiting concepts, ideas, and plans are arranged into new combinations. You see, so it's, it's, it's arranged into new combinations within your neural makeup. Our brain is hardwired a certain way, you see, and when we start to um, learn new things, it starts to really, literally renew your brain. You can renew your brain today. If you are a left-handed person like myself, sometimes I'll start teaching myself how to use my right hand, and I can literally feel in my brain little stimulation going on in, in the left side of my brain. You see, when I start switching with my right hand, and it's hard at first. It feels uncomfortable. I don't want to do it, but I do it little by little because now I'm rewriting my brain. I'm building that part of my mental muscle. Remember, it says it's a mental muscle, and I start building that part of my brain. You see? So through the holodeck, through the, through the hologram of where our brain is programmed, you see, we're programmed to keep this three-dimensional world intact. In if enough people started envisioning, you see, especially in America, because when I was over in Ghana, the whole society, when you go present it to a lot of uh, people over there in Ghana, you know what I'm saying, about spirit beings and you show them pictures and all that, they start laughing. And they say, yeah, I've seen that. Even the children, they have it in their culture. They have a natural spiritual eye. They see things. They see things running. They see, you know what I'm saying? They see things, and it's, it's, it's constantly in the culture. So their, their three-dimensional reality is not hardwired the same. You see, when you go to the woods, you know, out, out, not, not the woods, but out in, like, maybe the jungle or the bush, you know what I'm saying, and you start sitting with the shamans and everything, you know, they're vibrating on a whole other level because their three-dimensional brain is not hardwired. It's nothing new for them to see a being or a reptilian or, you know, whatever. They even have it in their culture. They, and they say, oh, this is folklore or whatever. You understand? Because they see it so much that their, their three-dimensional reality is now in between three-dimensional, four-dimensional, five-dimensional. You understand? So they're not seeing just regular person, place of things. You see? So let me keep going. So it says, through systematic imagination, existing concepts, your existing concepts, your ideas and plans are arranged into new combinations. This type of imagination operates through education and observation. 
A genuine use, a, gen, a, a genius uses synthetic, excuse me, a genius uses synthetic imagination to create something totally new. Then you have creative imagination. Through creative imagination, your mind has direct communication and contact with universal intelligence. Creative imagination is the faculty through, through which, creative imagination is the faculty through which hunches and inspiration come. So when you get hunches and inspiration, this is coming from creative imagination. This is coming from your deity self. You see, it is communication through the subconscious mind. Boom, there it is. It is communication through the subconscious minds of other people. Let me slow down right. You read that again. Hey, we were just talking. Hold on. <laughs> creative imagination. Let me slow down and read that. Through creative imagination, your mind has direct communication and contact with universal intelligence. Creative imagination is the faculty through which hunches and inspiration come. It communicates through the subconscious minds of other people and operates as a sixth sense. Though it operates automatically, creative intelligence is most productive when your consciousness and subconscious minds are in harmony with it. Your creative imagination can compensate for your lack of experience. It can help you out perform oh it can help you outperform another person who has more experience but a weak creative imagination. And I'm just gonna read this real quick. How to develop your creative imagination. One, stimulating your mind by reading. Reading is the process through which great minds are developed. A daily reading program is a powerful tool that can expand the scope of your thoughts and enhance your powers of imagination. Read material which stimulates your thinking, challenges, and challenges your personal belief system and inspires you to write action. Number two, how to develop your creative imagination. Practice your imagination skill. Build your mental muscle, right? Imagination is a skill to be developed and mastered. Every form and shape originated in the imagination. Every form and shape, because yesterday, go back to yesterday's show. If you missed it, we were talking about how breaking it down, how shape has thoughts have weight, thought has shape, thought has color. You understand? Thought has sound. Thought even has taste, because you can describe something to the taste. You're like, man, I got a taste. I just feel like I just got a taste for something. You know what I'm saying? I got a taste for a daggone spicy kale wrap. You know what I'm saying? From Cecilia's Raw Reality. <laughs> That's me talking right there, right? You know what I'm saying? That's a shout out to Plus Cecilia's Raw Reality for the phenomenal work they're doing over there. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, I got, a, I got a taste for one of those spicy, you know what I'm saying? Kale wraps, for those panuni, well, ponani wraps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Probably pronouncing it wrong, but yes, y'all, so you got a ponani wrap that joins the bomb. You understand? So it's like, but you can taste it. He's like, what's well, that? How it tastes? Man, the joker tastes. Man, the spiciness, I mean, it hits your mouth, and when it go down, you can feel the heat hit your stomach. I mean, but it's so fulling at the same time. You look, you can't eat the whole wrap, y'all. You see what I'm saying? I'm giving you, I mean, well, what's in it? Man, it has green, it's green, and then it has other stuff in it. You know what I'm saying? I can't recognize all of it, but I know it's all goodness. You know what I'm saying? I do know it got some, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call them daggone things? You know, dried tomatoes. You know what I'm saying? Sun-dried tomatoes. You know? I mean, see, I'm now painting a picture in your mind. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully, you know, so you may, you know, and hopefully if you're in Atlanta, you might want to just go pull it up online and see see, see about the spicy kale wrap. I mean, the spicy kale wrap is so good that even people on make YouTube YouTube videos trying to uh, create it at home, and they, they failed miserably. But, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, that's just an example of practicing your imagination skills, right? 
So imagination is a skill to be developed and mastered. Every form and shape originated in the imagination. It is through the imagination that the formless takes form, right? It is through the imagination that the formless takes form. To most efficiently develop your imagination skills, use the techniques of relaxation and meditation. Again, to most effectively, not efficiently, but most effectively develop your imagination skills, use the techniques of relaxation. Relaxation is an art and meditation. We are so much on the go and so antsy, you know what I'm saying, that it's, it's, it's hard just to sit still. But a relaxation is also doing a work. It's a function just to learn to relax. You understand? A math teacher came out with a, a patarak through the Sabian community called relaxation. Wrote a whole patarak on this relaxation, the importance of resting, the importance of recharging yourself. So relaxation and meditation. Meditation causes all the energy you know what I'm saying? It draws your aura in. It causes you to center all your energy on extreme focus for creation. It causes you just to, your aura is expanded. But you, when you meditate, it contracts. It moves everything in to a dense form, condensed form. And you can channel that energy to wherever you need to go. And it also drops the brain waves down. We don't have to go into all that many shows about that or the noon tablet about it, all right? So on a daily basis, put yourself in a rest alpha state. Do yourself a favor. I'm writing another new tablet called The Alpha Wave. I already, already started on this. It has nothing to do with this. I'm just my first time actually reading this page right here. It's, you know, to be honest with you, I just, like I said, I had this book for years and never picked it up. So I'm learning as I, I'm learning while as I'm reading to y'all, you see. But there's a new tablet now you can download called Brainwaves. And I break down the brainwaves and talk about the alpha state and which part of the brain the alpha wave deals with and how your brain goes through different states during the day as the sun rises. As the sun moves, your brain moves. Excuse me, as the sun moves, brain waves move. You know, if you're in a regular natural cycle, not in this society, you know, in this society, you might be a little thrown off from the work and all that other stuff. All right? So, on a daily basis, put yourself in a rest alpha state. You know, there's an app. I have no affiliation to this app, but whenever I find positive tools, I'm going to give it to y'all. So, there's an app that I have on my phone, it's a meditation app that I use. And um, it's called, uh, let's see what the name of the app is. It's called, um, we're going to go over today on the show. I'm just going to keep going until they, you know, until I get tired or they kick me off. But um, I appreciate all y'all who are listening. Everybody who's listening, um, just stay on the line because you'll be able to listen to the, the whole entire of the show. Anybody who's online listening from your computer, you'll, the show will cut off for you at 2 o'clock. But there's, a, there's an app here. Um, I'm realizing now I might have to start doing two-hour shows, but. Hold on, there's an app here called, uh, where is it at? Um, it's, I think it's called, uh, let's see here, give me a second. Got all these apps here, and I really want to tell you what it is. Oh, there it is. It's called Insight Timer. I have an iPhone, so I don't know, it might have, it might have it on Android too, but it's called Insight Timer. And it's a phenomenal app that you can not only set the time you want to meditate and set different, they have different guided meditations, and you can meditate with people from around the world. You see, so you put in your location, and whatever your location is, they'll let you know. You'd be surprised. They'll let how many people, like I'm in Atlanta, you know what I'm saying, or out this right, like 20 minutes outside of Atlanta, you know, you consider it metro Atlanta. So, like, when I finish meditating, it shows me all the people, you know what I'm saying, Atlanta and everything that just finished meditating. You know, they're like, oh, so this just finished meditating with you. 
you know, because we were running, they were running, they were meditating at the same time. So it, it, it motivates you. And then also, too, it shows you how many days consecutively you meditate, and it gives you a reward, you know. Also, too, another great tool you can use if you have an iPhone and you have an Apple Watch. On the Apple Watch, there's an app that's called Breathe. And, it, and a lot of times if you have an Apple Watch, it'll stimulate you to breathe if it feels that you're stressed out, you see. But you can also set the Breathe app, and it'll, it'll post on your wrist, and it wants you to align your breath, you know saying, with, with, with your breathing. And you'll realize when you start doing that, you'll start feeling yourself get more relaxed, you know, because we're in stressful times. So if you listen to the show and you know anybody that needs this information, please share. You know what I'm saying? Just share it. Don't hold this stuff for yourself, you know. Just share. You can go back and tell them what I was talking about and teach it yourself, but still please share, you know, because we live in a stressful time. It's going to even get more stressful for people, you know, especially when they start talking about this vaccine and all this other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are going to start tripping. So these are tools. When you come here to this show, you're going to learn about tools every day that you can use in your everyday right now life. Apply it. You can apply it right now. Like I said before, this is right now information, right now knowledge. You know what I'm saying? This is right now knowledge. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Remember when you heard it first from Dr. Nefru? I'm teaching right now knowledge. You understand? We ain't worrying about going back 10,000 years easier, not knocking that because all that is necessary, but we need to know what's going on right now. You understand? So, again, um, on a daily basis, put yourself in a rest alpha state. Find a place to sit quietly. Close your eyes. Focus on your breathing and relax. Visualize familiar objects first. Progress to seeing your goals, thoughts, and ideas as visual images in your mind. How to develop your creative imagination. Number three, have the goals you want to achieve and purpose. Oh, excuse me. Have the goals you want to achieve and the purpose you want to realize clearly in your mind. Develop mental images of the goals you wish to accomplish and a general idea of your life purpose. Write these goals in on the shortest, simplest, most concise way. Your goals must be definite and specific. Describe each goal in the most sensory fashion, meaning when you mean sensory fashion, you know, use your um, senses, you know, touch, taste, smell here, you know, describe it on a piece of paper that way, you know, because you're actually doing a mental exercise. You're actually, as you're writing it, you're actually remembering it, so you're recording it for your memory, and you're tapping into the feeling and all that energy, all that emotion is going into the papers, and it's just solidifying it. Like you said, write it down. Make it happen. When you write things down, it stimulates your reticular activating system, right? And the reticular activating system is what makes you aware, conscious and aware of something like when you buy a car or you want a blue car or a red car, why you start seeing them all over the place again. I mean, you start seeing them all over the place, you never was aware of it. You see, That's, that, that deals with your reticular activating system, right? So it says your goals, goals must be definite and specific. Describe each goal in the most sensory fashion, okay, using as many of your senses as possible. How does it look? How does it feel? How does it smell? How does it taste? And how does it sound? The main thing is don't stress yourself. You know what I'm saying? I know it's a lot of information. Just That's why I love these shows are recorded. You can always go back, pause, slow it down, rewind. You know what I'm saying? Like don't feel stressed out. Just do what you can. That's the main thing. Analyze and organize your goals to help reveal your purpose. Read your goals loud at least three times per day and contemplate your purpose. Again, for those who are just coming on, I'm reading from The 12 Universal Laws of Success by Herbert Harris, written first in 1944 on page 79. All right? I recommend you get it from eBay or Amazon or something. Develop, the, fourth time, the, fourth, the fourth way, 
because I can go through all of these. There's only one more, and then I'm going to jump into the law of command. But the fourth way to develop your creative imagination is develop your powers of concentration, okay, concentration. Through the ancient Egyptian order, through the ancient Egyptian order, or AEO, as it's known, there's a, a master's, guidance of the masters called concentration. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So those who know what I'm talking about from the civilian community, the master teacher gave us tools. We just have to apply it, you know what I'm saying, in our everyday life, you see? And the more we do it, the more it becomes regular. Not saying we're not, but it's just, you understand know, the tools are there. So there's a there's a, a master secret called concentration, and then there's a part of that called relaxation. <laughs> you know, concentration is a learned skill. It definitely is. It is the process by which you focus your attention on a particular thought, thing, or outcome. Your powers of concentration come from willpower So and your self-discipline. So your powers of concentration come from willpower. Your willpower is the seat of your solar plex. You see, that's where the seat of willpower is. Your solar seat of ray, I like to call it. You see, that inner light. That's where your willpower comes from. So fasting helps to build up your willpower, and fasting helps to build up your self-discipline. You see? So also, too, yeah, and it helps to clean that area because if you, you know what I'm saying, you have leaky gut syndrome, big gut or whatever, you know what I'm saying, your, your inner light is blocked. You know, it's in a light, it's blocked. If you're a person that's getting stuff done, you know what I'm saying, even though that area is blocked, imagine once you start learning to clean it out, what you can do. It's really going to ignite. You're really going to feel supercharged. You see, deep breathing also helps it. Deep, deep breathing through the nose, in and out through the nose, doing yoga, doing dog, you know, the dog fire breaths, you know what I'm saying, with the tongue out and, you know, all that stuff helps to build up your chi, helps to build up your sakem, helps to build up your willpower. But fasting helps to build up your self-discipline. You see, a person who don't have self-discipline is an endangerment to themselves and everybody else. You see? And when you start learning how to self-discipline and fast, you know what I'm saying, you'll start learning to self-discipline in, your, in, in, in all areas of your life. You see, when you want to start getting into higher consciousness, higher awareness, it's all about self-discipline. You have to discipline yourself because it takes time to focus. It takes time to concentrate. It take, you know, but you have to start small. That's why we always say start with a minute. Two minutes, three minutes, and build yourself up. You know what I'm saying? Because then you have a mental muscle, you have a spiritual muscle too. Because your light body, right, or your etheric body has the same senses, counterpart senses as the physical world. Why is it that you, you hear, taste, smell, drink, you know, all that stuff in your dream? Because that's, you're, you're, you're dealing with your etheric body, and your etheric body has the same senses. You have a heart on the physical world, then you have an inner heart. You have an ear on the physical world, then you have an inner ear. And a lot of times when you're awoke and you start tapping into it, you'll be able to hear at far distances. You'll be like, yo, did you just hear that? They'll be like, what, what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just heard something. You know what I'm saying? You'll start sensing things. You'll have, your senses will be, you'll start sensing people. You know, people are on the phone now, you have children, you know, and you start tapping into the spirit world. You'll start sensing way before they come home. They'll just flash in your mind. Like to live with my family. You know what I'm saying? I can just feel my mom, my sister, somebody was coming home, and it would just flash into my mind. They'll just start, I'll just think about them. And then maybe three, four minutes later, boom, they come to the house. You see? So anyway, let me keep going. Your powers of concentration come from your willpower and your self-discipline. Develop your powers of concentration by focusing your attention, your actions, and your feelings on your goals. Always control your moods and emotions. Oh, excuse me, my bad. That's number five. So number five. Number five is how to develop your creative imagination. 
five. Always control. That's number five. Is always control your moods and emotions. Moods, your mood, it's not always easy. Some some mofo gets ticked off, right? But moods and emotions are the vehicle used by the sabotager, the negative part of you, to create distractions, to create discouragement, to create distrust, to create doubt, to create indecision and procrastination. This sabotager is neutralized by taking possession of your thoughts in such strength or degree that your emotions, your instincts, and your body are under your control. Remember, you remember what you recognize, you energize. Again, remember what you recognize, you energize. That's what we spoke about yesterday, right? What you energize, you realize. Again, remember what you recognize, write that down. What you recognize, you energize. And what you energize, you realize, meaning it comes into your reality, what you give life to, you energizing it. You, you, you feeding into the negative. You feeding into the fear of being vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? You, you energizing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so it's like what you, what you, what you recognize, you energize, and what you energize, you realize. <laughs> creative imagination is enhanced by creative thinking. Creative thinking is finding new and better ways to do something, okay? Creative imagination is enhanced by creative thinking. Creative thinking is finding new and better ways to do something. So that's the definition of creative thinking. Creative thinking is finding new and better ways to do something, being innovative, you see, becoming an innovator. Success is any particular particular endeavor generally centers on finding ways to do things better. Improvement. That's we're all here. We're here to improve our lives, improve the lives of all, 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 everybody else around us. You're not just here on this show to help improve your life. That's selfish. You understand? Because when you start on this path, you're going to start realizing that the creative thoughts that you're creating, you know what I'm saying, you think it's, it's improving you, but ultimately it's helping humanity. That's what we're all here for. You have, before you die or transition to the next realm, you, it's, your, uh, it's your obligation and genetic agreement to do your best to help improve humanity, do something to improve humanity. It don't have to be that big. It could be small, you understand? But you have to do something. It could be one thing, whatever your agreement is, but you have to do something to help improve humanity. But you have to fall in love again with humanity. Don't give up on humanity. What you're looking at, you're just looking at the wrong place. You understand? I was at a time in my life where I gave up on humanity, right, before I, before I moved over to Ghana. And then once I moved to Ghana, you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, my gosh. And the reason I said, oh, my gosh, was because, you know, the heart that I found over there in Ghana, I didn't know it even exists on the planet Earth. You know what I'm saying? I went to the north, you know, and, it's, you know, people were offering me food, not because I was from another country, but because it also it was customary. I remember one time I traveled from, um, I was traveling from, because I was going to come to be a school teacher for a few weeks. And a sister friend I know who owns a school, you know what I'm saying, in Ghana. And she's a, uh, she was a principal. I think she moved over there now. But she was a principal, you know what I'm saying, in a, in, a, in a high school in Philadelphia. So she was like, well, won't you go work at my school? You know, you need a little extra money. Won't you go work at my school, help the children, and, you know, I'll pay you. So I had to travel by myself from where I was living, which was Techiman, right, all the way through a place called um, Kumasi down to where she was at, but I forgot where she's at now, you know. And um, I was going, I was just, you know, in, in, in Kumasi, and Kumasi looked like 
freaking Chinatown, you know what I'm saying? Or, or look like Manhattan, like, what I mean, look like I'm smart, smart people walking everywhere. You understand? Know I'm just trying to find my way using my intuition. So this young brother come up to me. He ain't know me from nowhere. He come up to me. I guess he saw I was lost. And he took my hand. And he was like, come with me. And I, and I looked at him, and I already knew. And I tried to give him some some uh, a donation or help. He, he, he helped me get on the bus. He helped me find my way. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he also, I think he actually, he rolled with me to make sure I got to my destination. And he didn't want nothing. And I said, dang. Bro, I tried to give the brother some money. He didn't even take it. He just like disappeared. I was like, what in the world? You see what I'm saying? So don't give up on humanity. Maybe it's just the area or the part of town or, you know, people you're around. There's some good-hearted people still on the planet Earth, a lot of good-hearted people on the planet Earth, all right? So um, I don't know why I was talking about that. But anyway, success in any particular endeavor generally centers on finding ways to do something better. Okay, that's what it was. So I'm going to take a quick break. Don't hang up. Uh, the show might be winding down for everybody who's online. Let's see. Yeah, there's about 10 minutes left in the show for everybody who's online. But I'm going to come back from break, and we're going to continue with um, – the law of command. We're going to move over to the law of command. You know, there's more about the uh, law, um, the universal law of vision, but we're just going to leave that alone. We're going to move into the law of command, the fourth law, right? It says the law of command, the fourth, the fourth, the fourth universal law of success is the universal law of command. This universal law is stated at numerous places throughout the Bible, right? Thou shalt decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee. A person shall have whatsoever they say it. There's a lot of universal truth when you go seeking it. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying you got to worship the God of it, but there's a lot of universal truth you can find because it was built off of universal truth. And then it, you know, got astray. You understand? Because they had to. They had to build it off of some type of universal truth because everything still has to be in alignment with the cycles and seasons of, of, of nature at that time. And the cycle and season that we just left during the time that the Bible was created was the, was the winter season of nature, which was the negative season of nature, which dealt with death forces, you see? But the underlying, there were still principles, right, universal laws and principles that, that still stuck with every cycle and every season, okay? So um, give me one second. I'll be right back. We're going to get into the universal law of command. But that's deep, man. It said, let me read this real quick. It says, it says, a person shall have whatever they say, the power of the tongue. Man, that's some deep dish stuff. I'll be right back. Are you the type of person that is seeking more wealth, better health, and prosperity in your life? Are you the type of person that is seeking more positivity, need more positivity, wanting and yearning more positivity in your life? Are you the type of person that knows that there is just more to life? Well, bring positive energy into your home with the new Noon Vibration Pyramids. To learn more, visit www.noontech.com. Dot com. Again, that is www.noontech.com. We have pyramids for all your wants and needs. Pyramids for attracting wealth. Pyramids for attracting creativity. Pyramids for attracting love into your life. Also featuring our brand new 5G pyramid. To learn more, again, visit www.noontech.com. Hotel. Peace. <coughs> All right, I'm back, y'all. I didn't want to feel like running the commercial break too much today because we, we winded down, but now we're starting to wind back up. You know what I'm saying? So let me get some water here, and we're going to talk about the law of command. So the law of command starts on page 83. This is uh, 
law number four. You know, and I guess this is decide. This is just how Mr. Herbert decided how to reveal it. I'm sure it's not like, you know, what I'm saying um, you have to go in those orders. You know, because some people are in different stages in their life. So some, you know, some people may need only work on the law of command, while somebody else may need to work on the law of action or the law of supply. You see, and those are further laws we're going to get into as the weeks go by. So let's talk about the law of command. So the law of command, but you have to command it. A lot of times we we're not used to even used to even speaking and demanding what we want because we're so used to being told to do something and told by other people what they want. You see, some people are just people pleasers. You understand? Know or some people vibrate on the the um, receiver. You know, their their chakras are. Or their chakras, you know, your chakras can be spinning. Your chakras can be spinning. One, your chakras do spin one direction or another direction. Okay, and let me give you, for instance, the third eye. Your third eye spins one way, which represents outgoing, and then it circles, it spins another way, which represents ingoing. You see, so when you're in a student person, when you're in a student mode, and you're always taking in information, taking in information, taking in information. Your pineal gland, you know, what I'm saying, and your third eye chakra is spinning inwardly. But then also, too, when you're always constantly pushing out, pushing out, pushing out, giving direct orders and being, you know what I'm saying, telling people what to do and all this stuff, your third eye chakra is, is projecting outwardly, you see? So a lot of times, you know, we just don't know how to state what we really want to ourselves or to the universe or to the ancestors, you see? So it's a, it's a law, a natural law called the law of command, all right? So we're going to get into it. So one of the most important keys to the to success one of the most important keys to success is your ability to use the universal law of command to get what you want in your life. By applying this universal law, you can stimulate the universal cosmic forces that makes the, that makes desires and dreams manifest and uh, manifest in reality. Okay, by applying this universal law, you can stimulate the universal cosmic forces that make desires and dreams manifest and materialize. In your reality, the law of command is applied throughout the Bible. For example, according to the first chapter of Genesis, the world was spoken, commanded into existence. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God said, let there be a firmament. And it was so. And God said, let the waters be, the waters under the heaven. And it was so. The universal law of command is most often expressed as the universal law of affirmation. So now we know an affirmation is a command. To affirm means to declare or state positively, to make a statement, confidently declaring it to be true. That's why we have to guard our words, right? An affirmation is a statement in which you declare a desired outcome to be true, a fact. Applying the universal law of command, thou shalt decree a thing, your affirmation, and it, the desired outcome, shall be established unto thee. It will happen materialize, manifest in your life. For example, if you wish to eliminate financial challenges, right, which is most of us, right, from your life, the first step is to change your thinking, right? That's the law of change. I spoke about earlier this week, the law of change. Change your thinking about your financial condition. This thought renewing process can be started by affirming over and over with feeling, I am financially secure. I am financially secure. I am financially secure. Affirming or commanding financial security as though you had already attained it conditions your thinking. 
It conditions your thinking. Like you're working out, you're doing a condition, right? It conditions your thinking and stimulates your feelings, okay? Stimulates your feelings. Get out of fright and flight mode and more so into, oh, okay, I'm financially secure. I'm calm. I need to relax. I need to breathe. You know what I'm saying? This sets the stage to materialize the very outcome you are affirming. This manifestation or this materialization of the outcome you desire does not come by does not come by haphazardly. Repeating your affirmation when you read it or feel it, it is only through repeating your affirmation for a certain period of time, two or three times each day over a, a sufficient number of days that you can internalize the affirmation in your feeling nature. We normally recommend 30 days straight. What, what, what you do 30 days straight becomes a habit. Once the desired outcome stated in your affirmation is completely internalized, your feeling nature, it will manifest in your life. There's only 90, less, 90 seconds left in, in the show for people who are listening online. I really appreciate y'all uh, tuning in. And don't forget about tonight at 8 o'clock, the phenomenal, powerful show we're going to have. All right? So let me keep going. Doubt is the main obstacle to successfully using affirmations to bring about changes in your life. Okay, doubt is the main obstacle to successfully using affirmations to bring about changes in your life. Do they work? This is, this is people's doubt. Well, man, do they work? Will they work for me? Jesus was very clear on the relationship between command or affirmation and doubt, saying in Mark, for verily I say unto you, Whoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, or be you removed, and be you cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in their hearts, but shall believe that those things which thou sayest shall come to pass, they shall, however, whatever they sayeth. Meaning, if you don't got no doubt in your heart, and you have, and you have faith and trust, no matter what anything or anybody says, because we all don't know what's going on in the person's mind, you know? So if you stick on that or stand on that, then it will, by universal law, by universal decree, it has to materialize in your life. And I move from saying manifestation to now to what my master teacher taught us to say, materialization, material, material matter, because it seems even more concrete when you say it's materialized. It's right here. I got the book in my hand and materialized in my hand. You understand? Many things that I've acquired in my life, I just put the thought out there, and it literally materialized. I was led to go somewhere to get it, and, I, you know, and it's like, damn, I got it for free. Can you believe this? Or you believe I, I got this? I was led to get this, and you know what I'm saying, for next to nothing. You know, it materializes in your life. So if you, consist, if you consistently use an, an affirmation and have total faith that you desire and are capable of attaining the desired outcome, then you shall have it. And one thing about affirmations wrote a whole noon tablet called Auto Suggestions for Magical Success. One thing about affirmation, you can record your own voice. You see? You can record your own voice. I first will write it down on a piece of paper so you can organize your thoughts. Then if you have your iPhone, they have this thing called voice recorder. You know, you can record your voice on it, you know, or you can go on your computer and record your voice. Or you could, uh, iPhone is beautiful, you know, because you could, or even an Android, you could record your voice and you could transfer it to your computer email yourself a copy or whatever. Then you want to get a, a pro, free program called Audacity. I've been telling people about this for over 10 years, Audacity. I've been using it for longer than that. 
It's still around. It's free. You know what I'm saying? It does the job. It's basic, and it does the job where you can put two tracks together and mix them together and create your own. You know, this is how I was putting the own behind stuff and all the other sounds behind my voice. So it's called Audacity, A-U-D-A-C-I-T-Y, Audacity. Just download that. Put your voice there. You know what I'm saying? Put your get any tone you want from the on the on the internet. I would burst, I would get the ohm tone or you know something that deals with the alpha tone. Get the alpha tone because it opens up your subconscious mind. And I would play it. You could play it in the house during the day if you're in the house. You know, you play it in the car while you're driving, or definitely play it at night when you sleep. Put on real, real, real low, even faint low to the point where you can't hear it, but your subconscious mind is picking up on all of it. You see, that's another way to get your affirmations in constantly because it's, it's easier. It's, it's, it's easy to listen to somebody else's voice, but it becomes true when you hear your own voice saying it. You see, you play your own voice and, and see what happens. All right? The universal law of command works positively or negatively. If you affirm a negative outcome with feeling, you will get that too. We all know. Many experiences, that's why Extra Hicks was always like what? She's saying that don't focus on what you don't want, but focus on what you do want. And that your emotions are your parameter, right? It's your, it's, your, it's your guidance system. She called it your emotional guidance system, right? And she says what? What did Esther Hicks say? She said that if you're thinking about a thought, right, and you're getting negative emotions about it, then it's not in alignment with what you really want. You see? I know it takes time, you know, it takes time to get this type of, but eventually it'll become a way of life. You know, it'll, it'll become subconscious. You won't even be hardly thinking about it. You see, it'll just be, boom, just how you do things. You'll just be moving to this way naturally, you see? But right now we're all learning. If you affirm a negative outcome with feelings, you will get that too. Many experiences of failure and unhappiness can be traced to the operation of negative affirmations or negative commands. These negative affirmations are usually put into operation unconsciously, not even aware, by simple statements expressing negative outcomes. For example, negative outcomes like, this, you have, we have to say it because, so you know not, what not to do, you know? Negative outcomes like, I can't, and my math teacher always said when he was asked, how do you, how you learn how to become a good person, right? By, and he said, how do you learn how to become a good person? He said, by being around bad people and doing what they do not, you see? So you have to know the negative in order to navigate around it. So, for example, negative affirmations like, I can't do it. I know this won't work out for me. Or I always catch cold when the weather changes, right? Become self-fulfilling prophecies. So you, you're prophesizing all your, over your life. So remember, the law of attraction doesn't care about don't do this or, you know, say I don't want this. It's still going to give you whatever you, you're focusing on. Negative affirmations tend to originate in your feeling nature and how you feel about yourself. These negative feelings about yourself tend to subconsciously focus your thoughts on the negative outcomes expressed in the negative affirmations. See, let me just slow down and read that again. That's interesting. Negative affirmations tend to originate in your feeling nature and how you feel about yourself. Mm. These negative feelings about yourself tend to subconsciously focus your thoughts on the negative outcomes expressed in the negative affirmations. These negative, so if you're saying, you know, you're negative, uh, this, this, you know, so you might, that's why you have to tell yourself, I'm deserving, I'm worthy. You see, we have, you have to build yourself up if you never had this reassurance in your life. You know, and a lot of us never had this reassurance in our life, you know what I'm saying? And it's trickled down into our adult life, you know. That's why I said you have children, start teaching this stuff to them now, you understand? So they won't have to grow up with the same emotional handicaps that a lot of us have grown up with. And now as a grown adults, trying to recorrect and correct it, you see? 
So negative emotions tend to originate from your feeling nature and how you feel about yourself. These negative feelings about yourself tend to subconsciously focus your thoughts on the negative outcomes expressed in the negative affirmations. I just had a thought. I'm going to use. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get on. I'm going to do that thought. I just had a thought to write children's books. You know, these negative outcomes manifest in your life experience as failure, lack, lim- limitations, and ill health. You know, yeah, like children's books, and you know, have it real simple so that children can learn these principles. You know what I'm saying? But have it nice and funny and cute, and you know, saying that children can relate to it. All different, you know, from younger children to teenagers. And, all right, the most devastating, that's how it becoming, y'all. The most devastating aspect, and I'm sharing it because maybe one of y'all on the phone might want to do it, right? The most ne- devastating aspect of negative affirmations is that they are usually expressed on a subconscious level. The most devastating aspect of negative affirmations, let me slow down, the most of my mind is drifting. The most devastating aspect of negative affirmations is that they are usually expressed on a subconscious level. Seemingly idle words and harmless statements, especially those which confirm negative feelings you have about yourself, can become negative affirmations established in your thoughts and manifest in your life. Isaiah 5511, wow, 5511. Let's talk about it. So shall, it states, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. Pretty much that which I say. It shall not return to me void, meaning it ain't going to produce nothing. It will produce something. What you send out, you will get back. Thus, <laughs> thus internalized negative affirmations based on negative feelings about yourself become stumbling blocks to your progress, right? And short circuit the manifestations of your vision. A better and more fulfilling life. And there's 12, aff- 12 affirmations to live by. I'm going to read them real quick, and then, and then I'm going to give this exercise, and then we're going to go into, and, and then we're going to get ready for this tonight's, tonight's, tonight's show. All right? So this is, this is going to be it. You can, I'm going to read them slow so you can go back to the show. But these are 12 affirmations to live by that Mr. Herbert, Herbert Harris, who wrote this book, The 12 Universal Laws of Success, he recommends. And it's funny, I already have it highlighted. 12 affirmations to live by. I have a positive self-image. So number one is, I have a positive self-image, right? And Bob Proctor speaks about that self-image, too. You might want to look at his video at you on YouTube today. Just type in Bob Proctor and self-image, and that, that video will come up about your self-image. You know, you have to feel good. When you feel good, no matter what it is, you know, get the outfit you want. Get your hair done a certain way. Just do something. You know what I'm saying? Whatever makes you feel good on the outer image, you know, that makes you feel good, you're going to project it out to the outside world. And also, you're going to tap into inner emotions, how you feel about yourself. I have a positive self-image. I believe in myself and my abilities. I def- Okay, let me slow down. I have a positive self-image. That's number one. Number two is I believe in myself and my abilities. See, you got to believe in yourself and your own abilities, you know? And that's why, you know, Francis Jay-Z, his uncle told him he'll never be nothing, amount to nothing. I'm paraphrasing. Uncle told him he'll never amount to nothing. Even brings it up in his music. He used that as a motivating factor because he believed in his own abilities. He knew what he was going to do. He saw it. He internalized it. He materialized it. You see, whatever opinion we may have about him, look at where he's at now. You see what I'm saying? So don't ever let nobody try to define what you are capable of doing. If you know you can do it and it's positive, then go ahead and do it. All right? 
I believe in myself and my abilities. I define my purpose and reason for living. So I define my purpose and reason for living. For those, because this was a big thing on readings on Tuesday night, a lot of people just were trying to search for their purpose, right? If you don't know your purpose, it's fine. You're already on the path of discovery, of self-discovery of your purpose, you see? Because a lot of times we already know our purpose. A lot of times they ask you when you're a child, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times that is your purpose, you see? And we, we, through life we get away from that. But if you're coming from a child's mind, you know, and children say the most darndest things, you know? So a lot of times, you know, that's, that's your purpose when we get away from it. But you're on the path of self-discovery. So as, as you're doing this, you'll start to realize that your purpose has already been given to you or it's starting to grow like a lotus flower from the inside to the outside, right? It's starting to make, it's starting to take shape, weight, and everything. And now that you start learning to trust within self and what you're hearing and everything and your own abilities, right, then you, you realize your purpose was, was there all along. And, and then to give you a hint, your purpose is mostly your talent or things that come easy for you. That's your purpose, things that you ain't got to pay no money for, you see, to do, you know? Like me, I've always been a talker. They used to tell me as a child, shut up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you talk too much. You see what I'm saying? I'm glad I didn't listen. I'm so glad I did not listen. No, I didn't. <laughs> you understand? Know so now look, look, look what I'm doing. You see? So I'm so glad I didn't listen. I define my purpose and the reason for living. Number four. They say the hard, most harmful thing to children, right? Shut up. Number four. I think positively with understanding and faith that I can realize my purpose. I think positively with understanding. I like to say I think positively with overstanding and faith, trust, that I can realize my purpose. So let's say I think positively. You can switch the words up too. That fits you. I think positively with overstanding and faith and trust that I can realize my purpose. I constantly visualize my purpose, seeing it clearly in my mind's eye. See? They talk about the mind's eye way back in 1944. Come on, y'all. Let's talk about it. I constantly visualize my purpose, seeing it clearly in my mind's eye. Number six, I always focus on the positive. I always focus on the positive. Whew, that's a big one right there. That is something I'm telling you is, 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 is something that I battle with. You know what I'm saying? And used to battle with now. Because it's so easy, especially if you're an empath and you take in, it's so easy to become distracted because, you know what I'm saying, you have to literally build up your psychic self-defense if you're an emotional empath and you just, you can feel, you feel, you know, I can feel when the door slams, I can feel it in my heart chakra, you know what I'm saying, I can feel it, you know, I'm starting to become, the more I keep teaching now and I'm back and I'm doing this and the more I'm starting to build my chi back up and all this stuff, the more I'm becoming very psychic sensitive, you know, so I'm feeling, 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 you see? I always focus on the positive. I have the, I have the confidence and courage, number seven, I have the confidence and courage to be inner directed. That's a deep one. Number seven, <clears throat> I have the confidence and courage to be inner directed. See, we keep talking about the outer directions. People tell you what to do and what they think you should do and all this other stuff, and we lose sight of the inner guidance. And we always say, Something told me. Dag, something told me, man. I should have listened to it. Something was telling me. You see? And that something, when it's for your best interest, it's for your ancestors. And a lot of us have never been taught 
just like we've been taught math and science and everything in school, we haven't been taught, right, how to learn that skill. But it's a skill and it's an art form to be able to trust and have faith in what you're listening to when it comes to positivity from the inner guidance. You see, it's scary. It becomes scary. It does. But eventually, there will be no worry. You know what I'm saying? Like, eventually, you won't have nothing to worry about. And you start living from what Yeshua was talking about, right? Or the Bible that Jesus was talking about when he said, you'll be living from spirit and truth. Spirit, you'll be living from spirit. Spirit will be confirming it. And you will have the truth that it does work. You see, this is where the world is going. This is where the animal kingdom is on, the subconscious. They're just moving through the laws of nature. Nature is directing them. But because we were created from higher extraterrestrial beings and they instilled their nature in us, different types of natures, right, depending on what genome of beings created you, you understand that it's, it's, it's difficult, you know, because we have that, what they call that God complex, you see, because they were deities who created us, so they instilled that in us, which makes us different than just being, you know, um, control, you know, being into, you know, like, like a victim of nature, you know, where it's just you're just moving by the clockwork of nature. You see, we were given that power of what's called reasoning, the ability to assess and, and reason things out and say, no, I'm not going to turn left. I'm not going to, you know, I have to go into all of that right now. Number seven, I have the confidence and courage to be inner directed. That's a powerful statement, right? It's a powerful affirmation you tell yourself. I have the courage and confidence to be, or I have the confidence and courage to be inner directed. Number eight, I take possession of my mind in such strength or degree that my emotions, my instincts, and my body are under my control. Shoot. Who wrote this book? <laughs> Number eight. I'm telling you all right here, which I've been sitting on this book for years, four years. And now I'm ready for it. I take possession, number eight, of 12 affirmations to live by. Number eight, I take possession of my mind in such strength or degree that my emotions, my instincts, and my body are under my control. That's number eight. I'm sorry. I'm already moving on to number nine. Number nine. Let me read number eight one more time. This is number eight of 12 affirmations to live by. Number eight, I take possession of my mind in such, a, in such strength or degree that my emotions, my instincts, and my body are under my control. Number nine, I always act in the present. I do it now. Don't procrastinate. Just do it. Like like Nike said, just do it. Number nine, I always act in the present. I do it now. It depends on your celestial sign. <clears throat> Sometimes you can be all in your, uh, I know me, I'm Aquarius, so I'm always up in my head. You know, I'm always like forward, fast forward, thinking. Too many drinks of water. I always like fast forward thinking, you know? So it's like to stay in the present moment and just do it now. You understand? Don't procrastinate. You know, even even if it's an idea you get, just write it down now. You know, write it down now. You know, the thought I had about children's books, it was something that I had years ago, and it's just coming back. So I have it written down. You understand? But I mean I could take the time I would, I could take the time to write it down real quick. Let me just write that real quick. Children's books, okay? And I remember the whole detail, what came through. So let's say children's books. Okay, cool. All right, so I just wrote it down. I just took action. 
I wrote it down. It's important. When I see children's books, all the creative thoughts is going to boom. It's going to open up that brain center and all those. It's like it's it stored in my long-term memory. So all the thoughts are just going to boom. And I'm going to get all the ideas that's going to download. Like, you know what I'm saying? So number nine, always act in the present. I do it now. That's what you write. I always act in the present. I do it now. All right? Number 10, I have a plan for my success. Okay? Don't worry. Just write it down. I have a plan for my success. It's going to develop. And you'll develop your plan how you feel you need to develop your plan. We all operate differently, you know? Some people are great at just writing down step one, step two, step three, step four. You know what I'm saying? Some people plan it out as they go, like myself, you know? <laughs> Number 11. Number 11, I persist in my efforts with unshakable faith, with unshakable faith, right? And then also put with unshakable trust in my own abilities because faith is trust, you see? And the more and more trust you form, the more and more faith you have in your own abilities because you start seeing it. You start seeing it materialize in your life. You're like, dang, I can do this. And that's why I always tell people to go back and meditate. When you meditate, reflect. And you can do it today. Reflect on the time when you thought about something, no matter how big it was, and you were able to bring it about just by a thought. You see, and it takes some meditation to realize. It takes, and it helps build your, your inner confidence up. I had a lot of downtime when I was living in Ghana. You see, I had a lot of downtime, a lot of time to lay back on the bed and just look up at the ceiling. But when I was doing that, I started reflecting on times where I, where I manifested things in my life or materialized things in my life up until that point of living there in 2009, 2010, you know? And that's what helped build my inner confidence on moving forward, on writing books and teaching and all that stuff, you see? And I was like, man, well, I, you know, I'm going back in my mind, you know, what, you know, what people say, and you're trying to be like, you know what I'm saying, your original teacher, and, you know what I'm saying, you're trying to be like Malachi York, and, you know, all the things that are programmed in my mind, they're going to say you're doing your own thing, and, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> you know, and what, what people are going to say? Are they really going to read the books? And can I really help change people's lives? And, you know, I would say all this stuff. But as I started reflecting on my life, I was like, wait a minute. People have been coming to me all my life asking me advice. You understand? I've always been, you know, this way, that way, so, 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 so. And next thing you know, it built up the confidence. And now we here we are today on Science and New Knowledge Radio. So if I could do it, y'all, y'all know y'all could do it. And no matter where you at in life. Some of y'all listen to this show, you know what I'm saying? You have X amount of resources, X amount of money. You understand? And you still need something. You know, you're still seeking. And there's some of y'all, you know what I'm saying, who are just starting, just getting started. So it's different walks of life. You know, you take this information and you apply it, you know what I'm saying, to where you're at in your life. And if some of it don't apply, then just don't use it. Not saying it's useless, but you have to just find what applies for you. All right? So number 11, where we get ready to go, we're going to hit 12. And I'm going to give you the exercise that he talks about after that. And we're going to leave. Number 11. I say we because it's not me, you know. It's me and my ancestors, and sometimes it's other people's ancestors be talking, and they want to get information. The person that's on the phone, I just be running off at the mouth, and that person hit me up, be like, I got a question about what you said, you know. I was like, oh, okay, you yeah. know, but you answered it. You know, number 11, I persist in my efforts with unshakable faith and unshakable trust in my own ability. Number 12, write this down. I execute my plan and produce desired results. Again, I execute my plan and produce desired results. That's number 12. I execute my plan and produce desired results. So a daily affirmation exercise, this is what they always say. 
They say write each affirmation on, oh, write each affirmation on a three-by-five index card. Okay, so you're going to get 12 index cards, and you're going to write all this down, each one on 12 index cards. Do this exercise when you get up each morning, right, because your subconscious mind is open. You always get up in the morning, look at it, and before you go to bed at night. That's why Sade says don't lay, don't lay at, what she say? Don't lay awake at night thinking about your problems, thinking about your worries. You see, don't ever do that. Couples don't go to sleep arguing. Don't look at each other and be mad and just be facing the other. Do your best to make up before the morning. And one, you never know what's going to happen while y'all sleeping. You have regrets. Number two, it solidifies. That energy solidifies in the subconscious spiritual world, and it's going to persist. You're going to even wake up angry at each other, and the, and the anger is going to keep going. You know, it's going to get build, build, build. So do your best not to go to sleep angry. Couples, married couples and couples who are listening. You know, and then anybody who know a married couple or whatever, you, you know what I'm saying, or, 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 or people are, spread that information to them, right? And don't ever lay at night, like Sade says, thinking about your problems because you're actually solidifying it and making it grow even worse, okay? So it says, do this exercise when you get, eat, get, get up each morning and before you go to bed at night. Stand in front of your mirror. Focus your eyes on your third eye. Hey. I ain't never read this. Okay, hold on. Wait a minute. Okay, it says, do this exercise when you get up each morning and before you go to bed each night. Stand in front of your mirror. Focus on your third eye. Your third eye is a spiritual connection to the universal force. This was written in 1944, y'all. Okay, so they already knew the science. Stand in front front of your mirror. Focus your eyes on your third eye. Your third eye is a spiritual connection to the universal force. It is located slightly an inch or so above the imaginary line connecting your eyes at the midpoint, the middle of your brow, right? In the middle of your eyebrow. Repeat each affirmation five times with feeling. Pick out one affirmation that you need to work on. Close your eyes and visualize exactly how your life would be if you already possessed the quality or attribute described in your affirmation. Carry the index card with you for the next 21 days. So this is a 21-day exercise. Pull them out and repeat your affirmations with feeling as often as possible during each day. When you read your affirmations over two or three times each day, be sure to add special emphasis and feeling to the specific affirmation you need to work on. The more consistently you use these affirmations, and any others you may create with feeling, the quicker you will get the desired result. Because the question is always when, when. We always want to know when. Like, okay, Dr. Nev, I'm at the point where I know it'll work. I just look waiting for that lag, that time. Like, when will it happen? When will it happen? So he says, the more consistently you use these affirmations and any others you may create with feeling, the quicker you will get the desired results. Another daily affirmation. Today is the most magnificent day of my life. Health. Wealth, happiness, love, success, prosperity, and money come to me in great abundance. Use this daily affirmation each morning to help you spring out of bed with a positive attitude and with positive expectations for the day. Because when you're saying that you're expecting this to happen, the more you go looking for it, the more it will find you, the more it will show up. Programming your life. Uh, We're going to stop right there. So I really appreciate y'all tuning in. It's an oh, man. Okay, so programming your life. Daily use, this is it, daily use, daily use of affirmations. 
with feeling can start the process of change required to produce the the person you want to be and the outcomes you wish to experience. Today, I go forward forth with a winning attitude. I leave y'all with this. Today, I go forth with a winning attitude, right? Say that to yourself. Today, I go forth with a successful attitude, and today, I go forth with a money-making attitude, all right? So I really appreciate y'all tuning in. We're going to go into uh, the law of magnetism, the law of magnetism tomorrow. So we're going to end the week on the law of magnetism. That's going to be deep. And then we're going to start the week off next week with the law of focus. So that's perfect. Starting the Monday off with the law of focus and ending the week on a Friday with the law of magnetism. So you can work your magnetic energy all weekend. So again, tune in this evening. I mean, tune in this evening to the show. Hold on one second. Let me log back in. Okay, again, tune in this evening to the show. All right, and um, the show is at eight o'clock from eight to ten. So it's a two-hour show. I'm excited. I can't wait to hear, hear. I can't wait to to hear what the Umi has to say, the Elder has to say. You know what I'm saying? The divine feminine, what she has to say. I, I just can't wait. You know. So um, just get ready, y'all. Tune in. You know, do what you got to do, but please. Uh, check in at 8 o'clock, all right? So y'all have a great day, and we will see you this evening. All right, Hotel, peace. On sale now, the most powerful and most dynamic books in this day and time, known as the Noon Tablets, authored by myself, Dr. Neb Haru. On sale now on Kindle Fire, the Noon Tablets. On sale now on Barnes & Noble Nook, the Noon Tablets. And on sale now on iTunes for your iPad iPod, and iPhone. Download today and take Newology on the go. Hotel, peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.